Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Paul Howard, your host, and again with me today is Leon, the man who needs no introduction. He's one of the three board guys. Leon has a friend named Little Timmy. Little Timmy <laughs> used to be involved in hood rat stuff back in England, and he's going to tell us about the time that Little Timmy stabbed a guy. The first time little Timmy stabbed a guy. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can understand what he says in British slang today. Leon, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. All right, so this one, this one was like the first ever time little Timmy did a guy in. It was a shocking moment, so <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face, <laughs> what's going on? Is it the did a guy in? Is, like, what can you can you explain did a guy in? Because like to me that's like. Little Timmy didn't just stab him; he killed him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was still it just covers like stabbing, beating up, everything. Oh, like okay. you did him in. You, okay, you did that's British to him. slang. Yeah, back to the British slang problem. That's yeah, it means a different thing here. Okay, no, for us it will cover in different areas. It covers different things. Okay, cool. That's all it. Right, all right. So with that, so in the like, young spare days for little Timmy, he was a, he's a good guy, good friends up to this very day. So. We had an altercation, so where my school is, and the rival school, we always we always had competitive rivalry at the school, like sports, anything, and they were just like, what, two, three minutes up the road from us, and me and little Timmy will always have to walk that path, so my house was up the road from the rival school, his house was just a little bit further back from mine, and we're all, we always walk all the way down, through all those little cunts, all the way into our <laughs> own school. <laughs> So, so every day it was a constant thing we're going we're going we did this from what we because we had like in the england we have in our high school year sevens eights nines ten and eleven that's our how our high school worked. there's no middle school once you finish what you call was uh elementary, elementary school. school you go straight into high school okay so we, you just have so we just have uh what we call primary school then secondary school and that's it and primary school goes to sixth grade right yeah. okay and then from there, we go straight in. So from since we're in like year seven, all the way through 11, me and him were always like, that's where we walk. And as, as a year seven, you won't really be, you're not really aware of what's going on and what's like the big deal between both the school rivalry. That was mostly left for like the year nines, 10 and 11s, the upperclassmen. That was their shit. So they never really involved us. But if you're one of them selected year sevens who was like, yo, you're a little shit. And you're involved in that shit. They bring you in from the get go. <laughs> how does how does uh how do you become a selected year seven who gets involved in I quote that shit? <laughs> so with that, it's either your cousins, a brother, anyone like family relative who is doing that type of shit. And then once you're outside school, you're you're like also following that footstep. You're basically fucking with people. You're portraying yourself as that bad guy every time. So. Right. You definitely had like, yeah, sevens like that from the get-go. So what you're talking about is like gang life stuff, selling drugs, yeah. robbing places, beating people up, uh, like racketing. Like, so are you rigging elections? Like how? <laughs> no, we don't rig elections. How, how, like, so go ahead and describe what you mean by that shit. So, that, so that's just basically gang lifestyle. If you're involved in a gang, or not necessarily a gang, you're just about... Selling drugs, stabbing guys, fighting, like repping your ends, that type of shit. So you're just trying to get like 
a persona out there that you're a, the the baddest dude around. Yes. Basically. Okay. And I got we you. we had some year sevens who came in to our school with that mentality, like, "Yo, I'm like the baddest year seven right now." So, so how old is a year seven? Like a year seven. So you're from some will be already be twelve, going about to push into thirteen. So you're just there for like a couple. So you of had months. like twelve year olds that run around stabbing dudes. Oh fuck yeah. Okay. In so how? So you so you were. So me and little Timmy were. Like, were you one of the bad? You and little Timmy were the bad. No, I, no, I went into like secondary school as a humble kid, but my secondary school was in like it was the worst secondary school to go to. So, because it's in between all the rougher the rougher neighborhoods, that's where my secondary school was. Right. So all those kids will be going to that school. Would you say like that most of those kids that in that area were like from immigrant families, or were they all like? UK born. No, UK born. It was a mixture. You will get like immigrant family, but most like highly populated will be UK born kids okay. in that school. All right. So once I went to that school again, I went and that's when I met little Timmy. He was also, he was cool. He was humble as well. But as the, again, you're progressing through the years, you're learning more, you're seeing more. That's when you hit the point where he got involved in that life. And again, I'm there on the sidelines and I'm watching him as he's going. And again, me and him coming up together, I will always like be like, hey, well gone fam, you cool, we'll still sit down and talk outside of school, we'll still hang out, we'll go play football and all that stuff with a couple of the lads. So as we got into like what, year nine pushing into 10, that to us in secondary school is like the golden years because that's the I don't give a fuck year. It's like they give you the opportunity, like you pick your classes, you do what you want to do. So me and little Timmy, I did... IT, PE, and art. And he did IT, PE, and art. We just wanted to have done the same thing. Because those are just the classes we just wanted to do. Every single day, those are the only things you'll do. Maths, English, like, yeah, they'll come in at a certain point. But, yeah, year nine was the, it was the shit. So, what, you're about to push into year 10, and then you're rubbing shoulders at the year 11s. So, as we're going in, we, like, he got more involved with it. So, he, was, he started hanging out with, like, people who was also about that life. And again, he has cousins who are also about that life. They're all like fucking gangsters. Like, yo, they're out there on the streets. They're doing what they're doing. They're selling what they're selling. They're fighting. They're getting fighting guys. They're getting in certain things. What was the primary drug that was getting sold in the UK? Like, what was the biggest stuff? So in the UK, it depends on your level of how deep into this thing you are. So for little Timmy's and his cousins, there was weed and coke. Okay, so like here in America, we got the cartels, they bring in a lot of the stuff that we have, and then like the rednecks, you know, they make meth, and then we also have marijuana that gets grown in, you know, fields or whatever, in people's fucking barns and stuff like that here. Like, where is where is that drug load coming from? Coming like from? Afghanistan, stuff like that? Because I know so, over there, like a lot of opiates and things like that come from, from the Middle East and Asia. I don't know, like, is there like cartels equivalencies in like Europe, Africa, no, and Asia? No, there's definitely cartels. Like, so when it comes in, the craziest thing is it will come in from across seas. But where it gets dropped off is the most interesting part because I went with little Timmy one day to actually see a pickup. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it was like... Holy shit, it was the last person you'd ever expect to be doing it. And it was a farmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was, again, the most generic looking British white guy farmer you'll ever see in your life. And he had so much fucking weed and coke. It was like, what the fuck? I heard like the farmers over there are like the only people that have guns. Yeah. 
this man had guns out his fucking ass, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, all all of his shot. Most of the most Sounds ones, comfortable. <laughs> no, the ones I mostly saw were the shotguns. Because again, the shotguns and the rifles they're always on display in their houses. So when we went again, first time seeing all this, little Timmy's like he's used to it, so he's more free in the house. He's walking around and shit, and I'm just sitting there and I'm just observing everything that's going. On. I'm like, oh fuck. That's a lot of coke and that's a lot of weed. I'm just staring at it. <laughs> and he's like hitting me like, stop staring, stop staring, stop staring. So I'm trying to mess with my hands. I'm looking around the entire room. So as his cousin finishes the pickup and everything, we went back to the car and we drive, what, an hour, hour or two back down into our city? Because we left the city for this. Because like where we are, we're in the, like, it's the Midlands. Were you in London at the time or no, Nottingham? I was in Nottingham. So okay. Nottingham is the East Midlands. So we're right in the smack heart of Nelly, of almost England. And then when we left to go, we're leaving out of the East Midlands, pushing north out to the very edge. So you're going to be like near the White Cliffs of Dover, out to the yeah. farmlands completely. So are they like flying it in and Cessnas and shit like over the, the English Channel and like landing on these dudes' farms? Like no, on a, no, they land on the farm. So they're flying them in. So they go through shipment. So the shipping yards, they'll go through there first before they come to the farm. And they basically go and pick it up and then bring it back. Where are the shipping yards at? Shipping yards. So I know one of the biggest shipping yards, one's in London. So the farmer, Off the Tim, Off the Thames or whatever it is. Yeah, off the Thames, River Thames. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the farmer who little Timmy's cousin picked up from, he, I got him talking. We start talking about it. So I was like, I was interested. I was like, how do you get this? Like, how do you get this out here? Like, how do you manage to do that? Because that's suspicious to me. If a farmer's constantly going down into the city, He's coming back up with a big ass truck. Like, what are you doing? So they're going through shipping yards. It's almost like our American customs. Yeah. And then, so they have to have like corrupt people on the inside of that. Oh, of course. That they that they're basically saying like, well, here's this shipping thing, and it's got bananas in it, but it's not fucking bananas. It's cocaine. It's cocaine. And then you got Farmer Brown. He comes out of from the middle of nowhere. And he takes all that coke back to his house, and then he calls young thug life dudes like Little Timmy. They come in from Nottingham, London, all these other places. Yep. They pick up the coke from the farmer dude, and then they go out and sling it. And just sling it. Okay, I got it now. And so every time, so the time when me, Little Timmy, and his cousin went there, again, he gave him the money, his half of the money from what he had previously before he took what the farmer was giving him again. And then once we got that, we left. We drove, we drove back into the city. We went to eat and everything. I went home. What do you eat after you buy a shitload of cocaine? <laughs> Me, I had McDonald's. Okay. That's what I had to eat. We went back in the city center to Columbus Street, where I told you about. McDonald's right there on the corner, mate, where I almost got roped in. Oh, where you almost got roped in the jewelry store robbery. Okay. Yeah, went to McDonald's. He was like, yeah, I went to McDonald's. I got what? So in UK McDonald's, we have fish fingers. You don't have it here, which was devastating to me when I first came to this country. <laughs> it's like, how do you not have fish? No, they're the greatest things ever. Don't mock them. You don't have fish fingers. When I was in Ireland, they had uh, they had curly fries at the McDonald's there. Like, we love, cur like, Arby's is the only reason. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> please sponsor us, Arby's. <laughs> please, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, the dude, Arby's has got curly fries, man, and they're like seasoned and stuff. They're amazing. And then you go to a McDonald's and you're like, dude, you mean I can have a double quarter pounder with cheese and curly fries? Yes, sign me up. See? All day. Dude, have you ever had a McGangbang? That's a, it's a, a what? It's a fuck. Okay. <laughs> what? 
it's it's a off the it's an off the menu thing. So when I was in the army, and we went through like a, a bunch of different training, and there's like all obviously I was in the infantry, and so we did a lot of training where there was some deprivation stuff where we would not eat that much. We'd eat like an MRE every 24 hours or whatever. So you get out of these schools, and they would be like, "What are you gonna go eat?" You know, and this these guys were like talking about they're like dude have you ever had a mcgangbang and i'm like fucking no i haven't <laughs> it's basically a mcdouble with uh with a with a mcchicken patty on top it, it, inside of it so it's a mcdouble so two burger patties and a chicken patty and i don't know if it's just like in columbus georgia because that's where fort benning is and that's where the infantry is and ranger yeah. school and all that stuff but yeah, there was a McDonald's in a Walmart. <laughs> There's a McDonald's in a Walmart, and I went up to the counter and I was like, "I want two McGangbangs." And they're like, "They're like, okay." Oh and and they, yeah, and they made them, and it was like, it was pretty good, man. And then there's another one. There's another one called a McLand Sea and Air, and it's is a, <laughs> a McLand Sea and Air, and it's a it's a fish patty. A burger patty and a chicken patty all on one sandwich. Oh, shit. Yeah. You got like three dead animals. Three animals died just for you to have food. Yeah, all at once. I'm going to try and get that McDonald's by my house. A McDonald's McLand Air. Just go. Hey, when you come back on the show, you're going to have to let us know if they had it. Because, like, again, I don't know if it's just like a Fort Benning thing, but yeah, a McGangbang. That's a real, (laughs) dude, it's real. As I I live and breathe, man. Uh, Okay. So what did you order after you bought all the cocaine? So I ordered the <laughs> fish fingers and large fry. So that was my order. We sat there. What we sat at McDonald's. We ate. We walked around the town center for a bit, and then I went home. I what we call we I dipped. I chipped. Went off home. What the fuck does dipped and chipped mean? So either if you're leaving somewhere or you're going somewhere with somebody, like yo fam, let's dip. Oh, yo, oh. come with chip. Means leave. Like, let's oh. go. Oh, so they're the same thing. Dip yeah, same chip. thing. That's like for me. I'm like, different <laughs> chips. No, All but right. so I left. I got home now. Got a text. It's like, yo, can meet me down at the park. So I went down to the park. Little Timmy's there. A couple of other lads were on the park as well. But he was like, he's at the gate. He's at the entrance of the park, and the lads are further down. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yo, do you see them? I'm like, yeah, they're right here. And he's like, those are the lads from the other school. I'm like, yeah, what about it? And he's like, that was the... So basically, the one of the guys over there... This is the same day you went to a farmer, saw a whole bunch of guns, which is rare in the, the UK. Yeah. Like the most cocaine and weed you've ever seen yeah. in your life. And then now you're running into some other 13-year-old thugs. How old were you at this time? 15? Me? Yeah, I was 15. Okay, all right. So... Wh- we're basically there, and he's like, you see him, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, the guy, that's the guys from the other school. Fuck it. I'll say the school's name. He's like, that's the guy. Those are the Sharpie guys. We always called them Sharpies because the school's name was William Sharp. Oh. So they were called Sharpies. We were just called Haddon. That was it. So he's like, yo, there's them Sharpies right there. So I'm looking down at him, and he's like, fam. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I got it on me. So I'm like, you do? And he pulls it out. I'm telling you, it's a fucking knife about that big. Like Rambo. For yes. those of you who can't see what's going on, it's like a Rambo knife. It's a fucking Rambo knife. He pulls it out. He's like, yo, I'm going to wet him. I'm like, stab. <laughs> Look at me like, Thank what? No. Thanks for translating. <laughs> Google can't so even help with this. <laughs> Google can't help. So he's like, yo, I'm going to wet him, fam. So I'm like, no, hold up. 
So basically, he just sees these guys and he's like, "I'm gonna stab him," and then he just decided no. to stab this guy. So it turns out, so the stabbing was gonna be over the fact that one day walking to school, these guys basically jumped us. They would like there was because again we're walking down through their school area. Okay. So they had more people. So it's territorial. So it was, yeah. So it was only me and little Timmy. So from, you guys wore uniforms, right? So yeah. they knew. So like, they knew. No, they knew where we, like we were from that school. That uniforms like shit. They they had blazers. And again, my school was a shithole. We had jumpers and a polo shirt. They had blazers and ties. So what do you got? You got a what, question? What's a jumper? <laughs> um, uh, uh, sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. A yeah. sweatshirt's a jumper. For those, for all of you rednecks out there that are listening, because probably, uh, now we know. Yeah, so, so again, we're going through, they see us every day. Right. And then what me and little Timmy start doing, so we're like, it's morning. We don't want to, like, no one has time for that bullshit in the morning. So what we start to do, we, we start walking the back way around. So one, one of these days, I'll have to pull up the map and show you where I walked every day to school. So as I'm coming down from, our, as we're coming down from the hill from where we live, there's an island at the very bottom. And then instead of going, like, for school, it's a straight shot. We just walk across the island. We walk past all the chip shops, the pub, and we head straight down to our school. So what we started doing was like we detoured. We went off to the right and took the long way round. So we just started walking that way because again we're not putting up with all that nonsense in the morning. And it looks like they caught onto us one day, and we got cornered off at the back near the church. So at that point, I was like, I'm not running. Little Timmy wasn't running. Our other, I was about to say Bredgen, which is a friend. He wasn't running either. So we're like, Yo, let's do this. We're gonna fuck, just fucking fight, and we get beat up, we get stomped out. It is what it is. Let's just go to school and then get it over with the next day. And that's where that like that night in the park. That's why that was happening, because again they jumped us with their mates, they stomped on us, they dipped, we went to school. Mm. We told the year 11s and year 10s, that escalated into a whole other thing with the couple of lads coming down from their school with knives, and our year 11s going out to fight them. So okay. That night in the park, after we found them, little Timmy was like, "All right, cool, I'm gonna wet him." We're going in now. Our other boy was there. We're just walking up on him. He sees him. So again, we're not like we're not trying to sneak up on him like, hey, we're gonna jump out. Ah, we got you. Stab, stab. He just straight out calls him out. So he sticks his arm like, oi, and he's walking up. So the, the one of the lads turn around, he pulls off his hoodie and he's like asking us what we're doing there. So we're like, no. Nah. So his friend started running. One of his friends already got off. He was running because he saw the knife in his hand. So as he ran off, our other mate, he just legged it. He just started running after him. Tackled him. He's there punching him out at the very end. Me, little Timmy, and the other guys there. So I'm looking. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck is he doing?" I'm like, "If this guy pulls a knife on him, I'm gonna have to tackle him and try and fight the knife out of his hand." Because I'm not gonna let him stab little Timmy. Because again, that's my boy. Right. It's like if me and you are out there, I'm not gonna let no one stab you or shoot you because you're my boy. Yeah, we have guns here, so. <laughs> so we have guns here. So the other guy now he pulls a fucking hammer. So the pouch <laughs> conversation. Okay, yeah. We had a conversation earlier. We're going to have to backtrack. Apparently, in the UK, it was cool for dudes to wear like a purse around their neck. A we pouch. W- <laughs> a pouch. Okay, it's a purse, man. It's and they kept, they kept their stabbing knives and fancy hammers in them uh, for these reasons. So tell me about how fancy this hammer was. So, this no. Pulled out. This guy's hammer was fucking nice. It was like... It was weird. It was weirdly engraved. There was like a, it wasn't like real gold, but you know, it had the, what'd you call it? Frick. That fake gold metal, man. We should just lay on top of stuff. 
It was plated. Yeah, so it was plated gold. It wasn't real gold, it was plated gold. And it had like this nice trimmed handle made made out of wood, carvings in it and everything. It was a fancy looking hammer. So in my mind, I was, again, as I'm wrestling with this guy, the, the thing I took away from this whole thing was, that was a fucking nice hammer. <laughs> Did I take the hammer? Who knows? <laughs> like, so I'm wrestling, so he's wrestling. If you still have the hammer, we should hang it up in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably still in the UK. <laughs> oh, didn't bring it. Oh my God. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm wrestling with him, got the hammer away from him now. He gets up and he swings that punch. Next thing I know, little Timmy runs up in the leg, knife in his leg. He's hollering like he's screaming. And little Timmy got stabbed. No, no, no. The he guy stabbed, got stabbed the guy with the hammer. The hammer guy got stabbed in the leg. Okay. Because at this point, the hammer's already gone. How far in did the Rambo blade go in? Dude, it went into this kid's leg. <laughs> like it went in. Like he clearly missed bone because it just poked right through. Oh, just like so the blade is coming out the other side. Yeah. Oh. So it looks like he got nothing but the flesh and skin up top, and then he pulls it out, went back in, boom. But this time it didn't come out. So I'm watching. And at that point I was thinking, fuck, he just hit bone. Because again, the blade is still uh, quite a few, quite a bit of the blade still sticking out. And the rest <laughs> is in there. And he's like, pulling away at it. It wouldn't come out. Pulling, pulling, pulling. <laughs> this, again, the kid's screaming. Pow, he hits the kid. Yanks the knife out. Oh, so he punches the dude. Okay, so the knife's stuck. Yeah. He can't get it out. So then he punches the guy in the he face. Punches him in the face and he yanks out his knife. Oh, that's savage, man. He's like, he popped the kid and just pulls a knife out. Or other mate runs up and he's like, what's going on? Then he sees the blood and he's like, he was like fucking losing it. Because he thought one of us got stabbed. And I'm like, I'm fine. I got no stabbing. Timmy's fine. He didn't get stabbed. Clearly the guy on the floor who's covered in blood was the one who got stabbed. He was just being dramatic. <laughs> so, so in my mind, my heart's beating. I was, I was contemplating that, yo, I should call this kid an ambulance. If anything, because again, he just got stabbed in the leg. It, it, again, my mind, I'm young. I thought that was bad. I'm like, shit, this kid's going to die. But he didn't. It wasn't a lethal stab. It was right there in his leg. There was blood. We, he did get help. This kid's still alive, so it's okay. <laughs> Are you friends on Facebook now? He's like, hey, Sharpie guy, I'm sorry about my buddy stabbing you. No, no, he's not one of the friends I kept on Facebook. Oh, man. But no, like after that, so after we stabbed him, we're run- we just start running. We're cutting back through the park. So it's a park, what's called King George's Park. It's always fucking dark. I got a head on that park one time. Amazing. I'll tell that story. But it's, it's, it's just, it's prime for stabbings and muggings. Because again, the path is just, there's no light. There's no light. There's just light at the very end at the gate. A light at one gate. That's it. Like, okay, so here's my other thought. It's like, I'm a pretty decent sized guy. Um, if I was just, in England, visiting, and I just happened to walk through there at night, am I going to get stabbed? Yeah, it's a possibility you might, they might try and rob you. Oh, just, there's, it, there's, there's just all sorts of hoodlums there. there, man. Yeah, there's also there's always some kind of idiot trying to do something in there. Oh, man. So, again, if they get the jump, that again, the other thing what sucks, because there's trees and shit just lining that walkway. Right. And it's like, you don't know, because you can hide behind them trees easy. Yeah. And no one will see you coming with the big old trees. Yeah. So, that's the part that sucks about that, that park. Okay, so we got to backtrack for a second. Um, we talked about like the equivalency of the cartels. So we talked about it's coming in. We got to go back to the drug thing. Yeah. The drugs are coming in to the dock. Uh, the farmer's coming to get them from the inside guy who's in doing like your guys' uh, customs. 
He's loading the cocaine up in a van, sells them to the guy. The guy, the t- farmer with the guns, slings the coke and the weed to you gang dudes. And then, not saying you're a gang dude. No, we all know you're not. Gang dudes. Yeah. I'm going to pull that nonsense. Okay, but, um, yeah. So where are the drugs, like, coming from to get to the port? Are they coming from, like, South America? Or are they coming from, like... Asia, Middle Asia. East, yeah, that one, Africa. Not too sure. All I know is they're coming across seas and they're coming into the port. That's where they're getting all the drugs from. Hmm. Well, I know like a lot of terrorist but, organizations and stuff. They obviously they get funded by drug money. Yeah. I know a lot of opioids and stuff. Is heroin a big problem over heroin, there? Heroin not as big as it is here. It's not that crazy for over there. I've known mostly from what I've visually seen. It's just mainly coke, weed. From my own experiences. So just party stuff. stuff. Just party stuff. Everyone's there to have a good time. You don't get me wrong, you do have your crackheads, your heroin addicts, they're still there. Do you guys have meth? Like we do? I've never seen meth. It's there, but I've never personally seen I mean, we've seen it here. Oh yeah, you have because I I, I mean you live in Missouri now, so I'm always like, Hey, see that guy (laughs) with no body fat and no teeth over there? With all the scabs on his face? That's a meth head. <laughs> no, I've meth is there, but I've never personally seen a meth head. I've seen a crackhead in England. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're solid people, man. <laughs> Fucking crackheads. <laughs> hey, those crackheads can go into a store and rob some expensive cheeses, wines, everything, and come sell it for you for like two pounds at your door. Fucking quality. <laughs> oh, so that's how they make their money. They yeah. just go they just, shoplift. Yeah, they go shoplift and they come and they just sell it to you, right? They'll knock on your door. And when you come to the door, like, hey, I got this. You want to buy it? I bought the. I got this thirty dollar, thirty pound. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the Br- British dollars. Uh, <laughs> I got this thirty pound block of cheese yeah, and some like, wine. You buy it? And you want it uh, two pounds, man? And then right, some yeah. crack. Who'd say no? It's like fuck yeah. It's like the ones who walk around. They go into the clothing store and they steal a whole bunch of clothes and just come to your house and sell you a whole bunch of stuff. Cheap. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to buy them, man? Oh man, dude, sounds like a freaking trip. Uh, I've been, dude, I've been to England a couple of times, but I'm a tourist, you know. Like, so it's always like, well, let's go see the the thing, uh, Big Ben, the tower thing, and like, let's go to the Tower of London, or let's go see. to whatever. And Stonehenge, you know, right, no right. one's stabbing you, spot. and yeah. no one's stabbing you at Stonehenge. There's probably like a farmer with a buttload of cocaine, like gun. thirty feet away in the little cottage. Yeah, but <laughs> aiming out. Yeah, no, you be for tourists all the time. You'll be fine if you stay certain places, but London now, and especially Nottingham, it's changed so much to where it's like it's fucked. Oh, is it? It's, it's not like what we're care. doing with like Brooklyn and like gentrifying at all. It's just getting worse. No, some of it's gentrified, but they still don't give a fuck. They uh. they're still gonna be there and they're still gonna do what they're doing. Yeah. But the thing because now we're now where we are now in this modern age, the guns it's not set to a selective few. So the way the guns and everything works is again, if you're fucking top geezer and you're into that shit real deep. You're gonna have guns. A top geezer? Yeah. Like a, a ge- top man. <laughs> a, a geezer here is like an old person. <laughs> no, you're a top man in what you're doing. They can even call me a geezer. Oh. Trust me, it was them. But if you're about that life, you're up there, you're dealing on a higher level, you have guns. But now it's at the point where fucking hoodlum runts of the little kids will have a fucking gun. Oh. They'll just pull a gun on you. And the cops don't. Uh, nope. 
Oh man. Unless it's a terrorist attack, then they'll be on foot patrolling yeah. with, with see, firearms on hand. Like. See, I was in I was there in 2012 for the Olympic Games and the cops that were like at King's Cross Station and stuff like that, they all had like assault rifles on them. Yeah, so see because so. the Olympic Games happening, but apart from that, no, no guns. No guns. Holy crap. But, yeah. What a bad job to have there, man. Um, okay, well, I think that about wraps this one up, dude. Thanks again. It's always always a pleasure. That's what's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More slang right. for you to decipher. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, well, that wraps it up for us. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Three Board Guys podcast. I'm, again, I'm Paul Howard. Hey, if you like what you uh, heard today, check us out on YouTube. Uh, our channel is the number three, and then Board Guys. We have an Instagram. Uh, type it out, the word three, underscore board, underscore guys. Uh, other than that, if you want to send us an email for sponsorships or whatever else, have questions, want to hear us talk about anything else, uh, our email is the number three, boardguysentertainment at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.